Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. We are talking about productivity habits, habits that you can put in place that can help you get more out of your hours and be more productive because that's what so many people out there listening are hoping for because I don't know if you're anything like me, you might feel distracted easily sometimes. You might uh, feel like you're spending your day being busy, but not really feeling like you're making meaningful progress or really driving the needle forward. And this is not due to a lack of willpower. This is due to a lack of having the right productivity habits in place to help you continually and consistently stay on track and stay working towards your goals. And if you guys listen to the the podcast earlier this week about daily doses of discipline and discomfort. Uh, Productivity requires a little bit of discipline and a little bit of discomfort to stay on track because there are temptations all over the place pulling us every which way. And uh, I don't think I need to sit here and tell you about the uh, negative things. I don't think I need to tell you that sitting on social media all day or, you know, texting your being on your phone or texting or, you know, scrolling through the internet is probably not the best way to spend your time, but even good things, even a lot of good opportunities can distract us from the best opportunities. And that's what you guys need to really, really take from this is that there's no, there's no good and bad things necessarily, but you do need to get clear on what that is. That's the most important. And I want to talk about So seven things I wrote down here today that I want to talk about in terms of some habits that you can have in place to be more productive and to identify what those things are and to make sure that you're continuing to work towards those things. So the first thing, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you uh, could have guessed it, but you have to identify, you know, what is, what does productivity mean to you and what is the most important thing that you're working towards? So once you identify that, uh, that's the first. The, that's the first thing. It's it's no secret. But uh, say you're trying to run a marathon, then it's not productive in that case to only be powerlifting or only be doing mobility work. Are those a piece of the puzzle? Yes. But if you're trying to run your first marathon, it requires logging some miles. It requires doing speed work. It requires getting more time on your feet 
probably working with a coach to figure that out. So I know that's a simple example, but you might roll your eyes at it, but, but see people doing this all the time where they're, they're trying to achieve a certain goal and they say what their goal is. And then you're actually looking at how their schedule is lining up and it does not support what they're trying to do. So it sounds simple, but make sure you're identifying what that is and make sure you know what, what uh, would equal productivity. What is productivity in that case? Once you've identified that second thing is know when you're most productive and make sure you have a plan in place. So knowing when you're most productive uh, is a big thing because for some people they wake up and they're ready to go in the morning. For me, you know, I'm a, I'm a morning person by nature. So I like getting my most important work, the work that requires the most out of, out of my thinking, out of my creativity. I like doing that work in the morning. And then for me, the afternoon is more, you know, managerial type tasks, responding to emails, uh, doing those types of things are better suited for me in the afternoon. But for other people, uh, it might take them a while to get going. So you might not want to schedule your, uh, your most creative task when you're still waking up. Uh, third thing here is make sure to schedule a block. This is something that's extremely important and been extremely valuable for me trying to manage multiple businesses in this podcast and uh, among trying to just be the, the leader and the person I want to be in terms of other areas uh, in, our, in our family uh, with relationships in the community. And I found the importance of schedule blocking uh, cannot be overstated. And what schedule blocking essentially means is, and you can do this weekly, you can do it at the start of the day, but look at where the blank space is on your calendar. So say you have, uh, say you have free time from 12 to two, where you don't have anything necessarily planned, try and chunk similar activities, block similar activities into that time frame. Don't just wait till 12 o'clock comes around and then be like, Oh, I'm, I'm just going to all of a sudden be productive. That comes back to having a plan in place, know exactly what you're going to do when that time comes. And make sure you're blocking those things so that you're not just jumping around from thing to thing. An example for the podcast, uh, for those that listen to the same videos, you probably noticed that um, or watch the videos. I'm wearing the same thing for all four of the episodes during the week. It's not because I wear the same thing every day, but I plan, you know, I have a, a few hours blocked every week that is spent recording podcast content. So these things, although they release at different times, are blocked during one chunk because it doesn't make sense for me to just record the day before is going to take much more time than scheduling those things together. So think of that with running your errands. Think of that with your work activities. What things can you kind of cluster together? That's going to give you the most out of your productivity. Next thing, make sure you're doing your most important thing first. And this might go against some of you that uh, are not morning people, but in general, when you get to your most productive time, do your most important thing first. And again, that comes back to a very first point. You have to identify what the most important thing is. But once you've identified that, make sure you're doing that thing first, because a lot of people never actually get to the meaningful stuff because you know what the most important thing is. You're like, okay, I got to get this thing done today. And then how many of you can relate? Then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm just going to knock out a couple emails because once that's done, I'll have a, a fresher mind for it. And, and, oh yeah, I, I'll just, I'll, I'll do my laundry. Even though I never do my laundry on this day, I'll just, I'll do my laundry today to, to get that out of the way too. And then, you know, I, I should probably clean my desk off. I don't, I don't want too much clutter on there. And uh, I need to do this other project first. And then all of a sudden it's the end of the day and you're like, shoot, the one thing I had to get done today, I didn't get done. And that's, you know, even being busy, even being 
active in terms of what you're doing can be a form of procrastination. So dive right into the most important thing and just do it. I think it was Brian Tracy who says, you know, eat your biggest frog first. And I don't fully know what that means, but I know the meaning behind it is that you want to, the most uncomfortable thing, do that thing first, because once you get that done, then everything else is going to fall into place easier. And then you know that the thing that carries the most weight drives the needle forward. The most is completed. Fifth thing here, make sure you're managing energy and not time. This is something that I fell into a lot is trying to be big into time management and being like, okay, from this time to this time, this is going to get done. And from this time to this time and, and managing it to the, to the minute or to the hour. And you want to get away from managing time. You want to manage your energy. Like I talked about earlier, you want to know when you're most productive and go, go by task. Don't go by time. Don't say, I'm going to work on this thing for, for this long. If, if it might take longer, be like, Hey, this is like, these are the tasks. These are the big projects I'm going to get done during this time block. Or this is the, you know, I have this long to work out. It's going to look like a little bit of this, a lot of bit of this and a little bit of the cool down after is, you know, a simple way to, to look at it. But when you can manage energy appropriately and not get distracted, if you go to the, we'll use that same gym example. If you go to the gym and you're trying to figure out what you're doing as you go, and I don't know if any of you have been there, it's, it's overwhelming. You don't get as good of a workout. You're like, Oh, should I, should I do this or that? I don't know. This feels kind of tight. I, I did that the other day versus if you have a, a rock solid plan going in and you go and implement it, you're going to get much more out of that. And the same thing goes for productivity in any area is if you're avoiding distractions, if you're not getting so bogged down in the details, if you have that plan in place and you can manage your energy appropriately, get what you need, get, if you need food in you, if you need coffee by you have those things in place so that you can make sure that you're getting the most out of your energy. Sixth thing, make sure you're avoiding distractions. I talked about this, I said, we, we can talk the obvious distractions, but I kind of mentioned the less obvious ones, checking email, cleaning off your desk, making to-do lists, crossing things off your to-do list. Um, you know, refreshing your email, doing that. Like I know people that spend a lot of time on email and that's, that's, you're being reactive to other people's demands on your schedule. And we talk things like social media. There's the obvious things like TV and media and those things, but even other work tasks can be drains on, on your productivity. So just be aware of that, be aware of those kind of silent things that can creep in and affect you as well. Last thing, uh, so, and this, this is one that I've, I've seen a lot of good results with is consider a startup and a shutdown routine. So at the start of the day, our, our bodies are, you know, we can, we can kind of train ourselves into productivity if, uh, if we have a startup routine. So if there's something you do that kicks off it every day. So if, if this can be something as simple as writing down my three most important things I need to do today. And as soon as I write those three things down and, and maybe go through my calendar, then immediately I get started on that first thing. That's a startup routine that can get you in the habit of being more productive. So think of the difference of that. If every single day you wrote down your three most important things, you looked at your schedule, you blocked in when you're going to do them, you set out a plan, and then you just started working on that most important thing. Think about the improvements that would happen from that versus, you know, some days I, I kind of get coffee some days or some days I do breakfast first. And uh, some days I, you know, I'll read a little bit first and I'll check email first. If you're always doing something different, your body never gets to be trained into, okay, it's time to go. You know, same thing with competition or with sport. 
athletes have a specific routine they follow up until game day. And for some of them, even up until practice to get their bodies ready, get their minds ready, more importantly, to perform. And the same thing should happen uh, with start, start up rituals and also shut down rituals. This is another thing that uh, has a kind of silent bleed on productivity is always being on, always being working, always doing those things. If you don't have that firm shut off of, Hey, at, at 5 PM, or maybe it's just when this thing gets done, I am closing things down. I'm writing down any things that are left in my head, you know, get it down on paper so that it's, you're not thinking about it. Uh, write down the things you need to do first tomorrow or the important things you have to do tomorrow and then be able to shut it down because that allows your brain to rest, your brain to recover, and you'll come more fresh in the next day. And that comes back into managing energy over time. Don't try and get more minutes out of your day. Just try and get more, uh, more productivity and more efficiency out of those minutes that you do have. So guys, which one of those do you, do you relate with? Hopefully you can find at least one of those. I know I've used all, all of those at some point or another to help with my productivity and help other people become more productive. And this can apply to your fitness. This can apply to your, your gym routine, can apply to your work. It can apply to any area of your life. So make sure that you're taking these things, find just one that you can try today and implement it, see if it works, see how it works and keep trying, keep tweaking. These things take ongoing experimentation to improve on. So guys, let me know if you guys found that helpful. I would love to hear which one you're planning on implementing. I would love to hear from you guys in general. We're coming up on our hundredth episode next week. So crazy to think about. Uh, it's, it's come quick, but it's I also felt like a, a long time and a lot of learning through the, through the process as well. So for the hundredth episode, I'm going to be recapping all that I've learned through this process, uh, the amazing community we have. I'm so thankful for all you guys listening, whether it's your first one or whether you've listened to all 90 something episodes at this point, I really appreciate it. And would love to hear from you guys have my phone number and, uh, Instagram handle on there. DM me, shoot me a text. Let me know what you guys have enjoyed, what you want to see more of and come that hunt episode. I'm be talking about the vision we have for the, the podcast and this community as well. And, uh, just some exciting things in the future for, uh, not just for the podcast, but uh, I'm excited about it because I know how it helps you guys and how you guys improve from it, how you guys are growing, the changes you guys are having from the people that I've talked to. So that's what gets me fired up to keep going with it and keep improving on it. As this community grows, want to make sure that the podcast and the platform is growing to support you guys. So uh, reach out to me. My info's in the show notes there. Uh, if you guys are enjoying it, appreciate a subscribe and a review for it. That goes a long way in helping other people discover it. And an even better gift you guys can give me is share it with one person, share with one person who needs to hear it, send them an encouraging word with it, uh, find, uh, find an episode that's been impactful for you. And uh, we appreciate you sharing that along. So thanks so much, guys. I appreciate all you guys. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group 
be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.